tune everything out and listen and just follow the most sometimes nonsensical things, the magic that ensues, you're gonna be like, okay, I choose to live this way all the time. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app dot satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Have It All podcast. What I'm about to tell you is kind of blowing my mind, but this is episode 100. That's right, 100. So I think with the Performance Enhancing podcast, we ended up with roughly about 300. So that's just a lot to take in. And so I wanted to do something really, really special. And I'm about to share with you something that I actually received permission from our coaching clients to share with you. We had a call right before the new year. I was actually in Florida, right? Having come back from Disney World with my family and we were at my parents' place and, um, got on this call. And I think what kind of ensued was a bit of magic. We spoke a lot about surrendering. We spoke about what it takes to create magic and allow for stuff to manifest in your life. And I got off the call and I said, man, I just wish people could hear what we did here. So I messaged everyone in the community and asked if they would be willing and gracious enough to have me share this with you. So for our 100th episode, I wanted to do something really special. So if you've ever been 
wondering what kind of coaching we do, how it looks, what these conversations go like. And keep in mind as a, as a context, this is a group that we've been working with now for probably anywhere between six months plus. So we've been able to go really deep. We know a lot about them. We work with some of these guys one-on-one as well. And this just happened to be a group session, kind of culminating the year, getting to celebrate who we are, what we've been up to. And um, I think it's just an unbelievably powerful example of what life can look like if you live from surrender. And so for 2018, for all of you out there listening, I want to create that for you. I want you to create magic in 2018. I want life to be easier and more effortless and joyful and abundant and prosperous than it's ever been before for you. And in order to do that, guess what? You kind of got to do some work. So with that being said, I'm going to let you be a fly on the wall Um, This is part of our Ascension group coaching um, group. They've, again, given me permission to share this with you. And so I hope you love it. I hope it gives you good vibes. I hope you get inspired by it on, on what's possible for you and your life and your family's life. And if at the end of it, you feel called to and you want to figure out a way to work with us, then just message us either on Facebook you can email me directly always. I love getting your emails. It's Elon, I-L-A-N at satoriprime.com. And we can uh, share with you the best way to do that. So with that being said, I hope you're having an amazing start to your new year. I hope this kicks it off in a whole new direction. And I hope to see many, many of you in our upcoming 100-day Manifestation Masterclass. And until we speak again, have an amazing day, my friends. Enjoy. How's everyone's holidays? They were fantastic. It was good. Awesome. What'd you What'd you get into, Dalton? Um, just spent time with the family and, and got you know that valuable time and faith together. It was good. Nice. You know, trying to put everybody together and spending time on both sides of the family. So it was good to good good to get together. Definitely opened up some little things that I know that I can improve on myself. But mm. good. That's great, man. That's what we keep telling you. You want to know how spiritual you are? Go uh, be with your family for a week. It's so funny though, because like, it's, it's like, it's so different. The things that I'm reacting to though, are so different than what they were in the past. That's why I yeah. find it. Oh, okay. I thought it was really interesting. is just, uh, you know, the things that cause you to react now are so different than what they used to be in the past. So, yeah. And also when you react, it's like a, a completely different response. Oh, it's so different. Like everything that happens in my life now, I have such a different reaction to. Yeah. And, uh, it's been really interesting. I love it though. I've, I've had, uh, so we've been, so we took the kids to, um, to Disney. So we spent four days in the parks back to back to back. And my parents jo- and my parents and my brother joined us uh, after like our first day at the park. So we did three days at the park with them. And what was fascinating to me was, um, you know, like my parents still, uh, will like discipline my kids or if they see my kids doing something, they'll, you know, like the parent comes out of you, you don't just turn it off. And it's like, Oh, you know, do whatever you want, little, (laughs) little one. And it's just so interesting to see their reactions and responses to certain things and how 
like my knee jerk reaction is that way and how much Fanny and I have done to work on responding in a completely different way to our kids to the point that like at one point I I said to my dad, I was like, you know, I appreciate you trying to do this. Can you please not? We got it. It was just really, really interesting to see. And the other thing that I found fascinating was, you know, there's basically like three generations. So my, my parents, me and Guy, and then the kids and how stuff is just like passed down through, I don't know if it's like genetic code or, or just like upbringing or whatever, but like watching my son do things that my dad does and me do things that my dad does. And like, all, it was just amazing. I was like, holy shit, this stuff is so ingrained in us. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. See, like the thing that I've noticed for myself is like, there's really only like one or two things now that really cause me to react You know, like whenever I first started working with you guys, like I struggled a lot with like anger and like a short fuse. And it's so funny. Like the other day I was walking down the stairs and I had a cup of coffee in my hand. It was like six in the morning and I'm walking down the stairs like six in the morning with my cup of coffee. First thing right when I wake up and I get to the bottom of the stairs and I, I slip right on my butt. (laughs) everywhere and like the old Dalton (laughs) would have like exploded and I literally sat there and started laughing like I was dying in humor and then like this was another couple days ago too I actually I've been in like a little bit of a klutzy mood lately and I spilled coffee in my car and it's like because it's so funny to see how much I've shifted and it's like I absolutely love to see that growth because I don't have those reactions now, like I laugh at pretty much everything that used to make me really mad and frustrated. And it's like, I get that humor and that joy out of it. Now, the only thing that like, I've noticed that I'm kind of like working on and me and you, like we've talked about this in the past. It's just, I sur- like now I surrender so much to life mm. that like a perfect example is like, we're in line, like getting food. And it's like my mom will get like frustrated because the line's not going quicker. And then she almost like takes that reaction like to the people behind the counter. And it, yep. like, the thing that I'm working on is just like, like, you know, I surrender so much. It's like, what are we in such a hurry for? Like, mm. what does it matter if you get your food one minute quicker than what you're getting it now? There's no need to have that sort of reaction. And especially yeah. out on like people behind them. And it's just like, I notice it there. And then like driving with other people and they have that reaction of being like stuck in traffic. So like for me, it's like I'm at such a point where I surrender so much that nothing bothers me except for <laughs> other I'm, I'm getting I'm having a reaction to other people's reactions. Yeah. And it's like ultimately I know that I'm in control there. I know that, you know, like it's now it's like growth for me to like learn yeah. that, that that reaction yeah. there. So. It's a really funny side story you just reminded me of. So we're on, there's this ride here, which by the way, if you guys ever make it to the Disney parks, there's a ride. They built Avatar. They built like Pandora, the the land in Animal Kingdom. And there's a ride there called uh, Flight of Passage, where you basically get to ride on the back of uh, Ikron, like the Banshees from the movie. And when I tell you, it's like the most, um, it it was like a spiritual experience. That's how good the ride was. It was so far better than anything I've ever been on. It's like, it's not even in the same category as any other ride. We waited. So basically we get to the park and the line for the ride is four and a half hours long. And it's the only thing I wanted to do when I came here. Like it's the, 
when we planned this trip like nine months ago, Pandora wasn't even open and it's the only thing I wanted to do. So we get to the park, I see four and a half hours and I'm like, I'm like losing blood. Like I'm so, so agitated. Now we've had three days of, of experiencing other rides at these parks. And I have to tell you with like full, full disclosure, they're all atrocious. Like every ride in Disney is just an absolute, it's horrible. It's so bad that I'm like, I'm, I, I'm walking through and I'm going, why are people waiting online for this? And like, there were rides that we would go on and I see people waiting for like two, three hours. I'm like, Oh my God, do they know what they're waiting in line for? Like, why, why are you waiting? So when we get to this and I see it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, like how, you know, how, even if it was 10 times better and I know it's like the newest ride and it's like all this hubbub, I'm like, okay, like 10 times better than anything we've written. It just 10 times bigger, less of a piece of shit than everything else. But something inside of me is like, just do this ride. And so we get on this line to do this other ride beforehand. And this girl is standing there with this thing on her shoulder. And it's one of the banshees. And it's like moving. It's like like the head is moving, the things, the legs. I'm like, what the fuck? So my wife, Fanny, she's like, were you guys on that ride? And they're like, yes. It's like, it's the best thing ever. We waited three and a half hours yesterday. We woke up at six in the morning to come to the park at seven to ride it again. Like, it's the best thing ever. She's like, every minute we waited is totally worth it. And we're all sitting there like, yeah, like, whatever. But somehow something clicks and I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like this is a message. Like, we need to go on this ride. So, and by the way, the context of the story, I'm sharing all this story to you because Dalton, A, like, everything is just in flow. And B, I want you to realize, like, how much letting go makes a difference. So this is like what happened in my family. So we get all get in line. Like my family gets in line. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go grab lunch and then I'll come like meet you guys in line. I'll bring you guys lunch. Cause the line at that point was probably like two and a half hours long. So they get on, I'm waiting to pick up food with my dad and my daughter gets to a point and they're like, she's too short. She can't ride the ride. So they're like, well, I, you know, like everyone's a little bit confused and instead of arguing, they're like, all right, well, that's what it is. So my wife's like, you know, I'll get out of line. You guys stay, whatever. And so they end up giving us this ticket, like, like a ticket that when we finish the ride, we get three other passes that we can use whenever as like a fast pass, where basically means you like walk through this like special line. So that way, like, my wife and whoever else got out of line can, can use, uh, like we wait once and we basically get, everyone gets to ride. So they end up staying in line. Me and my dad grab the food and now we have to make our way. It took us like 30 minutes to get food. We have to make our way through this line and the line's fucking moving. We thought there were going to be like, you know, like X paces and it's this huge long line. So we had to walk through like 500 people up this line who have all been waiting there for a good hour. No one's happy waiting in line. Right? So we're like walking through and my dad's like, how are we going to do this? I was like, just follow me. So I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Right. And everyone's so nice. Like we're like, Oh, what a great idea. I was like, I know they should have a delivery service. Right. People are like, Oh, can I have some food? You know, like people are playful. Right. We get to like 10, 15 people away from my, my brother and mom. And I can like literally see them. You know how lines in, in Disney or everywhere are kind of like, they're like, yeah, they see exactly. And we get to this guy and he was like prepping because he had kind of like seen us come up through the line and he's like, no, you can't come through. And he like puts his arm, he's like Spanish guy with his wife and two kids. And he's like, no, you can't come through. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He's like, 
you have to wait in line. I was like, I am waiting in line. My mom and brother are right over there. I'm just bringing them food. We were all waiting in line together. He goes, no, everyone else. No, I'm not eating. I'm waiting in line. You have to stay here. And I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, is this really how you want your, and this is like Christmas day. I was like, is this really how you want your Christmas day to go like this? Right. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, just stop it. Like, let us through. And he gets physical. He like grabs my arm. And meanwhile, I'm like holding three boxes of food and like grabs my arm. And at this point I feel all the blood in my body, just like yeah. rush to my head. And then my dad's behind me. So I don't even know what's going on for him. I found out later. I'm like, I can murder this man, like just kill this guy or, or like fling him in a different direction. And I'm like, you know what? I don't choose to do that. Like, I don't choose to have a aggressive moment right now, even though I know like I could get my way and all that stuff. And normally I feel like in any other circumstance, I would have. This is so funny. Like in the second that I make that choice where I'm like, I'm not going to go this way. I literally look at him I'm like, are you serious? Like, it's, we're like 10 people up that way. It's not like it's going to make any difference in your life. And he's like, no, he's like really, really angry. And his wife at this time is like rolling her eyes at him being like, are you serious? Like, let these guys through. And in this moment of just like full passivity of just letting go and surrender, I have one of these moments where my head just literally looks down and there's railings, you know, but the rail, like, imagine like the lines going this way. So there's railings and in between there's this little, like I can duck under the, the, the railing literally glows up for me. And it just like in a video game, you know, like sometimes video game just like shows you this path. And I'm just like, and I just literally like duck under the two things. And I'm like ahead of him in two seconds. He doesn't even know what's happened to him. And I walk up to my parents and that's it. And they're just sitting there. They were watching the entire thing. And my brother's like, I cannot believe you didn't knock that guy out. Like, I cannot believe how you didn't react. And I was like, you know what? The second I just let go, it was like another path just showed itself to me. And I was thinking to myself, like, isn't that just an absolute lesson in life where it's like, we're always trying to force an outcome. But if I was so adamant about like, this is the only way, right? Like I, I the only way to get there is through you. Then I would have, I would have never seen that op- opportunity. And the second I was like, okay, how else does this get to happen? It was like, boom, go right. A duck under, it was like in the matrix, you know, like when they're in your head and it's like, turn here. It was like that. So. Yeah. And then my mom was watching. We had this whole conversation about it, like how everything happened in perfect synchronicity. Like we got to ride this ride twice because my daughter couldn't ride it and Fanny had to go off. Then the second time I get basically me, my brother and my wife got to run through this line in like 10 minutes instead of waiting for another three and a half hours. And it's like all these things that I feel like normally we would have just been like, oh, you have to let us through. And why won't you do this way? We were just kind of like, okay, this is how it's supposed to go. This is how it's supposed to go. And everyone like everyone in my family. So with that, we, we came up with an interesting conversation, which I think is, is worthwhile sharing with you guys. And Dalton, you pointed to it exactly. It's like when we're faced with confrontation, how do we approach that confrontation? And then my dad was saying something. He's like, we were talking about some other topic. He's like, you know, um, in life, you got to take the bulls, but you got to sometimes just take the bull by horns and all this stuff. And I was like, there is no bull. And he was just like, huh? He's like, well, no, no, no. But like, I mean, like sometimes, you know, you just really need to take action. And you have, I was like, there is no bull. And it took him like a little while. And I'm like, you know, however, maybe it's not a bull for you, 
but however we perceive life and challenges. And I know Rich and Peter, we were talking about this, right? Like in our last call, right? However we perceive that obstacle in front of us, whether it's an obstacle or a mountain or a bull or a whatever, what if you just took on for a second, like there is no mountain, there is no obstacle. Like there really is no obstacle. It's just, you are now creating obstacle, right? Like that man, I created that man. I created that guy, right? So I could have a new experience in life. Now that experience could have gone every which way other than the way that it kind of went, which is, I would have been like, somebody hold these boxes. I'm going to throw this man over the, the balcony in front of his kid's wife. And you know what it is? And now I'm saying it like he said something to me. And I think that thing that he said to me kind of snapped me out of it. He goes, what? Just because you think you're like all big and muscly, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to let you through. And I was like, huh? Cause you know, like that would have been the aggressive me. Like I knew I could have, it wouldn't have been a, an issue. I'm like, do I choose to just be like big and muscly? Like, is that how I'm going to achieve this? Like it, it's completely against everything I stand for. So yeah, it was a super, super powerful lesson. And I've just kind of been playing like all these other scenarios in my life. So like, look, we're all going into the new year, right? Like we all want amazing things for 2018, right? None of you guys would even be on this journey if that wasn't true. So in achieving those things, there's also these things like, well, if that wasn't there, then I'd, I know I would achieve those things, right? Or if I only had a little more of that, then this would be the, the reality. And I was just starting to play with like, what if none of that stuff exists? And what if it's just like, however you say it is that thing, right? Like there is no obstacle. You created the, the damn obstacle, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, whatever, you are creating it. And the second we let go of it, I just another path will just show itself to you, right? So it's like, okay, we want to manifest a new, you know, new business opportunity. We want to manifest more money. We want to manifest uh, a new relationship, you know, whatever it is, it's like what shows up when we say those things are the things that we've made obstacles in our head. Like it's going to be hard. Like it's going to take time. Like if only this was different, if I only lived here, if right. All made up truly all made up. And then I was speaking to Marcy the other day and she shared a story with me that kind of drove this point a little bit more for me, which is like, she's at the gym. She sees this guy who's working out with a personal trainer and he's lifting and he just goes, he's like to motivate himself, not like to demean himself, to truly motivate himself. He's like, come on, you fat fuck, push those weights, you know? And like just yelling at himself. And she's like, I felt, she's like, I felt so bad for him. I was like, why? She goes, he's just constantly reaffirming his obstacle, right? He's constantly reaffirming, I'm a fat fuck, right? And so she's like, it's not just that. It's like, you send that signal to every cell of your body and now your cell of your body goes, okay, fat fuck, you, you, you want fat fuck? All right, here it is. I'm gonna slow down your metabolism. I'm gonna make working out really hard for you. I'm gonna, like, over and over and over. So, you know, we've been working on this new funnel and Guy and I were having conversations and I was like, you know what? We're the obstacle. It has nothing to do with the funnel. It has nothing to do with the advertising. It has nothing to do with anything. It's we're in the way.
And we were like, huh. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Cause I know like we're all about to enter this new year and create magical, amazing stuff. And just realize like, as you're saying stuff, resistance will come up one way, shape or form, right? Around doubt, around security, around fears. And then the more we understand that and just realize like, that's an opportunity for us to release that stuff. Cause by the way, it's not just in that area. It's the same block that's stopping every area of your life, right? It's not just a belief about the job. It's not just a belief about relationship. It's not just a belief about money. It's a belief across the board. And what would 2018 look like if we just worked on releasing all of that stuff? You know, that's, that's a year that I'm avidly wanting to create. So yeah, I just thought that was worthwhile sharing. And now I will open it up to whomever else wants to say or ask anything. I was just going to add one quick thing real quick yeah. to that. And it's just, that's, that's like, you, you say it so perfectly. And I feel like I'm, I'm like really at that, that point. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> because it's like you said, it's like when you, like you feel surrender and it's just it's all about having, you know, like we've discussed in the past, it's, it's all about having that faith that another door is going to come, another opportunity, that money that you need is going to appear when the timing is right. And it's just like, that's what I've noticed. And, you know, you talk about how simple and like effortless life really is. And that has just been like the blockage that I had previously because I tried to like complicate things and mm-hmm. try to utilize my mind to figure out how I'm going to experience my next breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And the next breakthrough is just releasing all of that attachment and just fully surrendering to every experience and making the best out of every single situation like you did to where another door and another path open. And it's just everywhere I'm turning now, it's just everything is aligning perfectly and it's amazing. So it it is. And and I feel like we all, all of us here collectively get to keep honing in that consciousness, like almost like a muscle, right? Like we keep getting to have these conversations to strengthen that muscle. I mean, like, think about it. This muscle has been atrophied for decades for us, right? All of a sudden, you start remembering, like, whoa, this is what I'm capable of. But it's like that muscle so atrophied, and the other one is so strong and easy to use. So it's like, you know, like right arm, left arm for a lot of people. It's like if you're a righty, your left arm is much, much weaker. And I'm talking even weaker than that. It's like your left arm was in a cast for yeah. 20 years. And now we're like, okay, let's use this thing. Yeah, it's going to be clunky. And yeah, it's going to feel like, oh God, I can't believe it took me, you know, a week to realize that. But you know what? Like whether I did something to that guy at that moment, 10 seconds later, I would have, I would have felt horrible, right? I just had enough, luckily, enough awareness to experience that in the moment where it's like, I can almost see the future where I go, if I choose this path, this is what's going to happen. I don't want to choose that path. There's got to be another path. And it's almost like the surrender where you ask like, God, show me the other path. Yeah. And I'm not fucking kidding you. Like it literally glowed. Like I know you guys like that have played video games. You know what I'm talking about? It's like bash that wall, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like blinking. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, easy. 
And before it happened, I was like with my parents and they were just looking with my brother and mom and they're looking at me like, that was amazing. Yeah, I, I just, we were talking about what we're creating for, uh, for 2018 last night at dinner before Guy left. And I was like, that's what I want. I want just life to constantly show me in a very clear way what the path is. Because for a long time, I've kind of like felt the path and it's just been right, like unarguable with type of thing. But like this was, I, I physically with my own two eyes saw it. And the only other time I remember doing that is uh, the story about like how I met Fanny, where I got her number like nine months in advance and I didn't use it. I was cleaning up my desk. I put her number on my desk and then like that Monday or whatever it was, I break up with this girl online and like I look down and this number is like glowing on my, my table. And I remember I was like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to call that number. And this is before I knew any of this shit, right? Like I didn't know any of this stuff that we're talking about right now. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, like I know we're all going to be creating um, stuff. I just, what, wouldn't it be cool to just ask for like that kind of guidance where it's like so clear and obvious where you don't even have to worry about like, well, is the muscle working? Is this true? It's just like, that's, that's the thing. See, and that's what I've realized, like with myself, it's just like, there's, there's not that added like stress and you're not utilizing that vital energy of constantly trying to think like, Oh, do I feel this way? Do I do this? Do mm-hmm. I do that? It's like, when you just surrender, it's like you're, you're preserving that energy. You're, you know, you're so much more relaxed. You go situation moment by moment. And it's just like, when you fully surrender, it paths open up, but a lot of the time, our mind, we're trying to create these ideas that are ultimately blinding us from these directions that we're supposed to, or that are, that are being offered to us because our mind doesn't see it. And yep. it's just, it's been so amazing. So I just yeah. want to add that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, like, I never really thought about it this way, but like your mind really has its own vision and your heart has a totally other vision. Like your, your heart can see things that your mind can't and vice versa and yeah i you know what that's a great way to say it like yeah i want to develop like the physical vision of my heart in 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 2018 and i I know people live from this place like i've really focused on for 2017 it was all about like feeling with the heart and like really just getting that like the physical sensations that i just know like this is it right here it's almost like I want to now encapsulate like the physical vision, but, but see through here and just see what, what shows up. I mean, it was really, it was like, it was one of these moments I was like with my mom and uh, brother before I realized what it, it, like it happened so fast. I literally turned, it was lit. I dove under, I was there. And then we're standing there and talking to the story. I was like, Holy shit. That thing was like lit up, like lit up, lit up. I feel like at that point, like when you fully surrender to life, that is what you're seeing is yes. that vision of your heart rather than through the vision of your, your mindset. So yep. I, I yeah. like the way you did that too. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. It, 2018 for sure. Yeah. So yeah, just a game that I wanted to share with you guys. Cause I know, look, you know, I, I speak to all of you guys, so I know we're all, we're all about up leveling and creating more freedom and more love and more peace and more abundance in our lives. And truly it's there. It's there in front of you all the time. And the messages are there 
all the time. My dad gave this great analogy. He's like, you know, every one of us has had like an awesome idea, right? Like whether a building, a business, an app, a widget, something, right? Like you're like, oh my God, it'd be so cool to do this. And you don't do anything with it, right? And then two, three, four, five years later, what happens? Someone did the exact same thing that you were talking about, right? Everyone had that experience, right? And you're like, God damn it. You know, I should have done that, right? But here's the thing. That insight isn't your insight. Those messages are swirling around here all the time. And like Dalton said, when your mind is a chatter with, it needs to look this way and it needs to do this, you don't have an opening in that cup of yours. It's so fucking full, you don't get an opening to actually receive that stuff. Because your shit is so full, right? So then once in a while, you get it and you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. And you feel it. You're like, wow, I know this would work. But you don't do anything with it. So then the universe or God or whatever you want to call it goes, okay, well, if you're not going to do anything with it, I'm just going to give this information to somebody else. And that information is there all the time. All the time. And it's like, what if you just tuned in? And for those of you coming to Columbia with us, like, you're going to experience this at a physical level, like receiving these messages and acting on them. And you're just going to be like, holy shit, when I just tune everything out and listen and just follow the most sometimes nonsensical things, the magic that ensues, you're going to be like, okay, I choose to live this way all the time. And that, you know, like, that's the reason we're so passionate about bringing people there. Cause like someone asked me a question, like, what was the biggest surprise of 2017? And it was Columbia. My experience in Columbia was hands down the biggest surprise of 2017. Like I didn't believe that I could have this, like the kind of growth and uh, development I had in 2017. I haven't experienced that since 2003. When I was, yeah, it's like it was Pandora. It was 2003 um, when I first took the Landmark Farm. Like I had such a big pop and like, you know, everything since then is like, it's been great. It's been awesome. But like, I didn't believe that I can grow to that level like I did that first year. And this year is like a hundred X that. So it's kind of like rejiggered a lot of stuff for me. And, And again, like going back to the obstacles, like that was my made up stuff. Right, like that I, I can't have that kind of growth again because like I already had, I released all this other stuff. And at the beginning, you tend to release like really big things that like impact you at a, at a, a, a lot of levels as you guys have seen. And when I gave it up, I was like, holy shit, what is available to me? Right. So like 2018, I'm like fucking to the moon. Like, let's see how much more experience and more opportunity and more growth we can develop that even surpasses this. So yeah, that's my game. And uh, I hope you guys are playing the same. Elon, I've got a, um, I've got to share about everything Please. we're talking about here. It's a great example. Well, I think it's a great example. Um, it is a great example. We're doing, doing this, you know, doing this work with you over the last, I suppose, month or so we've, you know, I've been going, what's been interesting is reflecting back for me. So I'm reflecting back and I can find, examples where this stuff showed up and uh, I didn't know it was showing up um, and it just happened. And I think one of the, probably the strongest examples for me was 
was finding Peter. And it was like, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, I literally used to, to, to line my bed, go to sleep, dreaming about one day getting married. And I'm thinking what, what eight year old boy lies in bed dreaming about marriage? <laughs> but I didn't know any different. So I just, it, it was, it was weird. Um, someone pointed it out to me uh, uh, just a couple of years ago and I went, wow, you're right. I did. So like relationships and finding this woman I was going to marry was sort of in me for whatever reason. And, um, you know, getting girlfriends around 18, 20, I had two particular girlfriends where they were, they were not, they were really nice girls, but they just, um, the last one in particular, you just wasn't right for me. And you talk about this whole, you know, life should be a struggle or should be in flow. I was just, adamant that I didn't want to um, break this relationship up, even though I knew it was wrong. I was trying to not fail. I was trying to, I'm I'm talking, I was only 22 at the time or 23, but I just, I just didn't want to walk away because I saw it as a failure and I thought I can fix this and we'll make it work. Even though in my core, I knew we just were not right for each other. Um, and in the end, anyway, she, I was li- living in London at the time. And in the end, I just decided, no, I was going to end it. And I came home after a lot of, I suppose, internal struggle. And I just remember coming home. Um, I wanted to move down to Sydney. I live in Brisbane. I wanted to move down to Sydney. And I just wanted to, you know what? I don't want to be thinking about a relationship. I don't want to be thinking about getting married. These things have been occupying my brain for too long. I just want to go and have fun, live with a mate down in Sydney. And my dad actually convinced me, and this was September, dad convinced me, stay in Brisbane just until Christmas, you know, come to work with me. We'll get some money behind you. You can buy a car. You can drive to Sydney. You can do what you want to do. And then that'll give your mum some time over Christmas to spend with you. You've been away overseas. Yeah, okay. So I lay in, I remember lying in bed every night. I must have done it for, I don't know, I must have done it for about a month. Yeah, maybe a month. And, and I'm not really a spiritual guy, but for whatever reason, I would, I was lying there and I was just, I was just praying to God yeah. for those girls. There was two in particular. And I just, and all I would say every night, and I don't even know why I did this, but every night I would say, I just wish the best for them. I just hope they can, because they, they were pretty taught up inside about different things that happened to them. And I was just wishing the best for them, hoping that they would find what they were looking for and they would find a good life and all this kind of stuff, right? At age 23, no idea why I was doing it. And going to this uh, job that I was going to, there was a Christmas party coming up and dad, uh, he saw me going out to the gym that day and he goes, do you come to the Christmas party afterwards? And I said, I said, no, I'm not sure. And he goes, look, just, just come along to the Christmas party. And, he, and then he goes, are you going to go out afterwards? You know, everyone will probably go out to the city. I went, no, nah, I'm not sure. And he goes, look, just throw some clothes in the car. If you've got the clothes in the car, you don't want to go out. Well, then if you do, you've got it. And I went, yeah, all right, good idea. So I put, it, put the clothes in the car. And that Christmas party, I walked into the Christmas party a bit late. And with, within two minutes being in there, and she'll deny this, right? But within two minutes of being there... <laughs> <laughs> Peter had a couple of drinks, apparently. She walked up to my one of my mates and said, is Richard going out? So within two minutes, this mate runs up to me and says, are you coming out after the party? I said, oh, I'm not sure. Why? He goes, no, are you coming out after the party? <laughs> <laughs> and then he told me why. And I'm like, Peter? Peter Popper? I'm looking at Peter in a little white neck poppers. I'm like, oh, geez, someone's been to me. It's just funny how, and then, yeah, the rest is history, as I said. And it's just funny because... 
um, it only hit me last call we had last week that Peter, and I'd heard this before, but it only hit me last week. Peter was doing the work on the, what was the book? The Game yeah. of Love and how to play it. So because through that, I'd split up with my husband in the January. So this was probably September, October. I was writing out a list of everything I wanted in a new partner, everything. So I've got two Phil's Cat pages of everything I wanted. Um, actually, probably I didn't do it till November. So, and within two weeks was the Christmas party. And it, and it just, it's just for me, it's a great, and like we clicked from day one and we're still clicking to this day. And it's like, it was, it was just a great example of, I was trying to make this broken relationship work. And I was yep. trying to take control and I had a vision of what it was going to look like. And it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't looking like it. And I was going to try and force it to look like that. And when I just let go and I just said, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go and have some fun. Um, And it's that classic case of when you're not looking at it, it appears, you know, and it was just in that, that book we're listening to at the moment, you know, I see tree and that was it. It was just, I just, you know, all of a sudden it just wasn't a tree that had any issues or it was just the tree. Right. And that was just all of a sudden this Peter's just come in because it's like you said, it was, I was so full before. Mm-hmm. And then it was just this, I just opened up and allowed some space to come in, let some stuff go. Yeah. It's just a great example for me to think back and go, it. yeah. I love it. I got, I got goosebumps as you were sharing that story, man. You know, there's mm. so many, so many amazing things in there that you shared. And I think it's worth highlighting. Think about the relationship with dad, right? And like, you come home and dad's like, Hey, you know, why don't you stay here and, and just work with me through the holidays? You know, your mom would want to see you before you leave. Right. And like for a 23 year old at that time, like the the general response would be like, fuck that. No, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm going to do that. Stop telling me what to do, dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, think about all of these messengers that are always around us. Right. But because we're so fixated on our vision of how things need to look like if, if you would have done just one thing differently in that entire story where you didn't listen to your dad or you chose to live here instead of there none of this would be happening right now. Yeah. Right. And the (laughs) ability to receive those messages and like, so I'm not saying like everything that someone tells you, you guys need to listen to this gospel and go, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. What I'm inviting you guys to live from is a place. And I'm sure rich, you just did this without having any fucking clue that you were doing this Mm -hmm. at the time. But like, some you receive a message right and something happens in your body specifically in your chest heart area where it just goes you know what yeah yeah that feels right right like because how many other times has your dad said to you you know do this or do that or why don't you do this and you're like no right like plenty i know because i have kids and (laughs) i know i guess uh right but it's like Sometimes, and it's almost like with that guy, right? Like him saying, what are you going to do? Like, just because you're big and muscly, you think blah, blah, blah. Like that was the thing that stepped me out of my imminent rage in the weirdest way, right? Like, and normally that would have been the thing that like 
I was like, oh, I'll fucking show you muscle. Right? Like that would have been my normal reaction. But just there's something so beautiful about what you shared about like fully surrendering, fully letting go, completing your previous relationships. A lot of times people, whether it's building uh, new businesses or starting new relationships or whatever, they try to build on top of that stuff, right? And then yeah. what they end up doing is they're trying to fix what didn't work in that previous relationship. So what you call on is not necessarily the best opportunity or what the opportunity you want. What you call on is a activity or an obstacle to help you fix that relationship. You know, like, I don't know how many of you guys have had, you know, like what your relationships have been like or anything like that. But I can tell you that when I broke up with my ex, the woman that I called in next wasn't my soulmate. She was the one that I got to quote unquote, I hate using the word fix, but I'm just going to use it for this context. Like fix all of these things in my previous relationships. It just created more awareness in me so that I can be the person that now allows for the, my real soulmate to show up. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much what you did. You were just, you, you didn't even know that you were doing it, but like one of the best things to do is forgive mm. and send love, right? Like you could only send love to someone if you're truly empathetic to their situation and you've forgiven them for everything that they've done to you, right? Because if there was an even ounce of like, they did this to me, you wouldn't be able to get to a point where like, God, you know, please take care of them, send them love, make sure they're happy because you had been like, fuck you, you messed me up. Yeah. Right. So like unconsciously you were doing all that stuff. So whether it's relationships, obviously that's the method, but like, say you want to start a new business. Right. And like, I know you guys are kind of in this like inner, you know, like figuring out what's next type of thing. Right. Uh, and like SFM has been really rewarding at times, not rewarding at times. Right. Like it's probably brought out and trudged up a lot of stuff about, you know, being a failure, not able, not being able to produce whatever, right? Like, so whatever has come up, there's a level of being able to forgive that and realize, Hey, that too was the perfect experience. And I remember when we spoke before, I said like, look, however this goes, right. SFM is the reason you're even having this conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing. So we are living in a moment by moment phenomena of this unfolding. The second we get stuck on no, but it should be this. We're missing the moment by moment magic. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realize many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class, or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training 
that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. They're like Michael Singer. I heard him say this today in another audio and he was like, he has a practice that every time he either picks up a phone or walks through a door that he stops for like half a second and just gets himself present in the moment to what is happening. He's like, I'm on a globe spinning in outer space. It took 13.8 billion years to get here so I can walk through this door. Right. And like, or he picks up a call and instead of like, Oh God, I have to talk to this person or that person or do this. Right. He like picks up the phone. He's like, I'm on a phone about to talk to someone in God knows where spinning on a blue planet in the middle of space that took 13.8 billion. And he just did this. And for like, he said for like 29 years, this was his practice because it just made him so present in the moment to almost the absurdity of what is happening around us at all times. And like, when you just get that, like when we're present is when all of these opportunities and messages and stuff shows up when we're in an argument with any of it, we don't get to see it. And so I was like, hmm, how cool. Like, what would be the things that I would create? I, I haven't figured them out yet, but I think walking through a door is great. Like you walk through, you know, like in the RV, imagine like every time you walked in and out or like every time you went somewhere. Right. So I was like, hmm, that's an actually like great thing to just presence yourself to. It's like this moment, yeah. this beautiful moment. Right. And I think from there, it just creates this like flow of energy that allows for everything that you spoke about show up. And I just, that's the thing to me. Like we've all had the experience, right? The conversation we had last time created that awakening remembrance in you so that you can remember like, wow, that's actually how I created the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. I didn't force it. I didn't manipulate. In fact, I like fully let go of the oars let my dad tell me what to do. Like tell my friends, tell me what to do. Like you had so many opportunities to say no at every step of that story from staying home to going to the party, to putting clothes in your car, to go all of it, right? Like any, no, the whole thing's done. Or at least it wouldn't have looked this way. Chances are you probably would have met somewhere somehow else, but like, I just, I, I, and it makes life easy. <laughs> like It's like, I don't have to worry. I don't have to struggle. Mm. I could choose to struggle, but like, why? Yeah. Uh, and I love how, I love how in the example of the rattlesnake and the butterfly, um, you know, how it's just, it just like, I'm all, again, it's this whole control thing in my mind. I'm thinking I can make this though. You know, I'm going to, how I want to have the most amazing life the way I see it, you know, <laughs> this is how. <laughs> and if it's not this, well, then it's not going to be amazing. But, um, you know, and it, it was so, cause we we're on this, this whole journey this year. And, and when we sat at the beginning before we took off, like, what do we want to get out of this? And, you know, a lot of it's around, we just want to be present in the moment. Mm. So we, we spoke about this before was so uh, me particularly, I'm, I'm always thinking of the future. I'm always thinking about what's next. And, and it's kind of like I 
my whole goal was just to stop that and just mm. to be present in the moment, enjoy like every, talk about every door, like every time we cross that door there and go outside, we're in a new spot almost. And it's like, we want to experience this. This is something we've been planning for for 20 years. You know, it's like, why Why would I want to be thinking of anywhere else than right here? Because this is where I've been driving towards for so long. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's that, and it's that whole butterfly and um, rattlesnake thing being that I, I always understood the rattlesnake analogy, but I just never understood the butterfly part and going, yeah, wow, you know what? It's like, and it's a great example that we've intuitively gone, let's just experience this trip versus this trip needs to look like this. It needs to have this in it to be successful or to look good. And I think what you just said there about business and how, how we view and how we can like how I can view the whole S the last 12 months and, and the next 12 months, I'm really going to, it's really going to be a, a lot more of, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to start wishing good things, putting good things out there in the universe again. Cause it seemed to work. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like it, you've, you've had an amazing life and just achieved amazing things doing just that. So just real quick. So people get a, an idea. Rich worked as a janitor pretty much right at, at this company. Wasn't even qualified for that. No, I was just it was my first job out out of the out of school, sweeping the factory floor. Yeah, he's sweeping the factory floor, going. One day I'm going to run this entire company. And you were how old at the time? Eighteen. Eighteen. And it was eighteen or nineteen years later you actually were running the company. No, I was twenty. Well, I went to other companies, and then I went back to this to the company. Went back to work with that guy that started that company. And he was running another company. Um, and this was just last year, this year, this year. So 23 years later. And he's asked me to go on a succession plan to take over him as the MD for the company, which we went, nah, we're going to run Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so cool. Like, I, you know what? I, I truly believe that every one of us could go around and share a very similar story of how when we let go of the oars, how life showed up. And I guarantee you the stories would be like with this whole a magical, amazing, you know, like I can't believe that this is what occurred in my life moment. I want us mm. for us to all live from that place on a day by day, moment by moment basis. Cause I know that for Guy and I this past year has been I don't want to say like easy from a standpoint of we haven't been faced with challenges We're you guys are clear. We're always going to be faced with challenges, right? Like we all get this. Yes. Yeah. Like, I just, it hasn't occurred like challenges. It's all been occurring like one huge opportunity for growth from the guy at Disney to, you know, like certain things happening with investments and certain things happening with funnels. Like this is the stuff that I used to get so irritated by and be like, no, it needs to be this way. And by this time, and now I'm like, how the, I don't fucking know when it works, it will work perfectly in the perfect way that it's designed. And when the perfect person is supposed to show up, they will show up. And like, just to give you guys like a little personal stuff about us. So like we, to invest in SFM, we were doing really, really well. Our parents gave us, they wanted to invest in our online marketing business. So they gave us uh, a bunch of money. 
And the idea was that it was like from their equity line in their house and they were supposed to sell the house. And the understanding was like when they sell the house, we would need to pay them back. And so we kind of took it with that, with that assumption. And the whole time I'm like, okay, you know, at first I was like, okay, how do we strategize? How do we do this? And I was like, you know what? Like when the time comes, it will all land perfectly. So two weeks ago, I'm at my buddy's place. He, he deals with mortgages and him and my friend are talking and he's like, thank you so much for helping me close the equity line. I'm like, Oh, I didn't really realize like they're still doing equity lines anymore. And he goes, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I just got up to 90% LTV out of my house. I was like, hmm, cool. Can like you introduce me to a person? So I talked to this guy and basically he was like, Oh, we can get you like 250 to 400 grand on your house. Like in a week, 10 days tops. I was like, well, here's my issue. You know, I had like, uh, foreclosure and this and that. He's like, no problem. Like I did this. Like, so basically I come back from the new year's and, uh, we're probably going to get like, let's say like whatever, 300, $400,000 equity line in the house. And we were looking for a business loan of a quarter million dollars, which we were going to pay probably like 18, 20% on. And I'm getting an equity line for 4%. And my parents, while we were here on vacation, got a letter it's the house has been on the market for almost a year like nine months while we were here on vacation they got an offer on the house five thousand less than what they were asking stipulated only on the inspection with a closing by the end of february and i'm like this is stuff that i'm just telling you like i don't understand how it works I, i i truly i cannot explain to you guys how it works i don't know the formula i don't know what I just know that worrying about making shit happen stops the flow of shit actually happening. Right? Like I could have been deathly and I mean deathly and I had moments. I'm not saying like I was perfect the whole time. I absolutely had moments where I'd go to sleep and I'd be like, holy shit. Like what if they close? Like where the fuck am I going to pull this money from? Like, I don't even know. All in always perfect harmony. And and you're worrying and you're stressing and you're complaining or doubting makes no fucking difference. It doesn't. If anything, it just prolongs the process of you worrying and complaining and stressing. Because the second we give the second we give that stuff up and just like truly have faith, that's why I feel like religion, I'm not a big fan of it. But like one of the things that I truly believe is the magic sauce of it is that blind faith where they just always know that they will be taken care of. And that's, that's a beautiful thing to have as human being. And so wherever we are, like, I think you all believe this, like whether you believe in God or whatever, it doesn't matter, but like, there's something much bigger than all of us here at play. And all of these stories, right? Like that we've shared. I just, when we're open to them and we get out of our mind, which I think is like the, the block for receiving that. But when we cut that off and actually tune into the rest of it, we like plug in. And then when you plugged in, it's just effortless. It's see, it feels effortless. I can't say that it is effortless because look, there's always, you know, things to do and actions to take. But it's like, you know, the perfect person will show up and, and 
the money shows up and it's like following these little road signs and, and making it really, really simple. So yeah, Rich, thank you for uh, sharing that. That was absolutely beautiful and, and perfectly on point. And just one thing for you, cause you started the story like with, I have a great thing to share. And then you're like, well, I, at least I think it's great. And just <laughs> notice like, notice like even that, right? Like that's, I'm pointing it out to you because that's a level of trusting that mm. the thing that came through you, right? Like, I'm sharing a story. Something comes through you. It's like, oh, I have this amazing thing that I can share and I can add. And then what's the next thing that happens? The mind goes, well, maybe it's not that great. You get that? Yeah, yeah so I get like, it. This is, this is everything that we're talking about. It's like, okay, it's just another level where you can go, oh, wow. I don't trust that, that intuitive hit. I don't trust mm. that I received that message in order to share it. And just so you guys know, I don't know who's on camera and who's not, but like even in the chat box or on camera, did Rich's story help you guys understand what we were talking about? Like did that add value to you? See? And I just want you to get like your mind. I'm glad it didn't stop you. And it could have. And it has before. Plenty of times, yeah. Exactly. And that's what I want to help you remember is that when that stuff comes through, you just trust it. Just trust it, right? Like something I really, really learned in, down in Colombia. like I'll, I'll share with you guys a quick little story. So like my roughest, roughest day in Colombia. I mean, like when I was like, my stomach was torn to shreds. I couldn't like, it just, whatever needed to come out wasn't coming out. And I'm literally laying on a rock like, with my stomach on this rock, like making weird grunty gorilla animal noises. And it's just, I'm so uncomfortable. And I kind of like, I'm like, like lean my head and I see this beautiful tree. It was like a bush. And it had these two beautiful, like all I could see there, there was more, but at the time, all I could see was these like two beautiful purple flowers. And I get this message and it goes, um, Go pluck those flowers and give them to the two women. And Marcy and this other woman, Maria, were there with us. And I'm like, I can barely move, right? Like I am in so much pain. But at this point, this was like day three or four. I just knew like when shit comes in, don't even ask why. Just fucking do the thing. So I get my ass up, go pick those flowers. And I'm, I'm, I'm not joking when I tell you I was like hobbling to this plant. Okay. I pick these two flowers and then I start hobbling to Marcy and Marcy is lying like on the ground like this under some tree in her own fucking world. And I literally put the flower like on her chest here by her heart. And I just kneeled and, and then I get, it's like, and now give her a kiss on the forehead. And so I give her a kiss on the forehead and I move away. And then I go to Maria and I do the same thing. So Maria and I then have this like experience where I feel like I can release all of the stuff she has about relationships and I could like download new stuff and like program it into her. And so I literally put my hand up in the air and I have my hand on her heart, my, my left hand on her heart. And I'm just holding it like this, like she has no, like, I don't even speak a word. Okay. No words were spoken. I just do this. She starts bawling bawling like 
uncontrollably crying. I'm like, what happened? She's like, I just felt so much light and love shoot through my body. She's like, I know I'm going to find him. And I'm like, I have chills talking about it now. I'm like in awe because I have I'm like, how? whatever. That's just kind of the connections that happen. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I don't know how much time later, Marcy comes over and she goes, Elon, I cannot even explain to you what just happened. So she was lying on the ground, basically communicating to her soulmate. Like having a whole conversation with her soulmate, like getting to know him, who he was, what he's about, all of it, right? And she, and she goes, she asks, well, where are you? And he goes, I'm right here. And the second he finishes the sentence, I kiss her on the forehead. Now, it wasn't like I'm the, the he, but it was just like that experience, you know, like th- that's a jarring experience for a human being. Like, like she's dead, as, like dead meditation state. She has no fucking idea what's happening. And like in that instant, I'm there giving her a kiss. Like he sent me there. You know what I mean? And it's shit like that that I'm telling you guys. Rich, you've had so many of these moments. All of you guys have had so many of these moments where you get this message and it doesn't make any sense to you. It just doesn't. And you're like, yeah. And yet when you do that, you get to receive light, right? Like you got to share that message with others. Everyone else got to receive your light, but like in exchange, you get to receive light. So trust, right? And everywhere that you see that you don't trust that, trust it anyway. Like I've had pings about saying stuff to my kids at random times that makes absolutely no sense to me. And like my daughter out of nowhere will come and like give me the biggest hug because I said this thing. And I'm like, I I just, I fully, fully believe and trust in that ability today. And I'm inviting you guys to play more and more and more with that in, uh, in 2018. Uh, I really just jumped on here to uh, wish everyone a spectacular and happy new year. Um, I know for a lot of you guys who've been working with us throughout the year that this has been probably an explosive year of growth for you. And it's been a heavy uh, energy year. Uh, and, and I think part of that has just been a lot of us um, going through like these celestial experiences of just burning off the past. So I just wanted to let you, let you guys know that, you know, <laughs> for those of you guys who have been with me for the whole year, uh, you know, the ride that I've been through, I know what you've been through. I'm very confident in feeling like this year has really just about been about letting go of the past and our ability to create our uh, new future from a really conscious, elevated state going into the new year. Um, So I just wanted to wish you just an unbelievable new year. Uh, We are so elated to have you be along the ride for us for this lifelong journey of a ride um, and for trusting us to... um, help coordinate it to, you know, your best of your ability. So love you guys so much and uh, looking forward to continuing the work. I'll leave it at that. Awesome. Awesome, brother. I'm glad you got home safe. I was just going to like add on real quick here. Like my experience recently has been very similar to, uh, to Rich and Pita's. And it's just like, it, it amazes me to like reflect back and see how everything perfectly aligns you know, one of the biggest things that I've been working with Guy and Elon specifically has been around relationships. And, um, you know, I was faced with a very, very challenging situation at the beginning of this year. I was single for a, a pretty long period. And a lot of the things that I was working on was internally with myself coming out of that situation. 
Now I had met somebody, everything like inside my head, you know, sounded great. There was a connection there. It came down to the gut feeling that I had. And internally I had this terrible feeling um, that things weren't right. Actually, sorry, I should go back a little bit. We'll go back a little bit more. So I was living here in Illinois. I decided that I was going to up and move to Florida. And as I'm going through this process of moving to Florida, I had this gut feeling that the girl that I was ultimately like going to have my next relationship with was here in Illinois. So I, I, I ignored that, went to Florida, was down in Florida for about a month, and it just wasn't the right environment for me. My energy levels were garbage. I noticed that I was partying more. Things just were not aligning properly for me. I was literally like a block from the beach. So like, you know, I went from cold, flat Illinois to a, a, a block away from the beach where everybody would think that this is like the total paradise at the age of 23. I get down there and it just it wasn't right for me. And I trusted that gut intuition up and moved back to Illinois. We could even go back before that whenever I was living in Charlotte and whenever I got out of the military, we could go back to even there where I was living in Charlotte in a high-rise apartment where most people yet again would think it's living the dream. That's where I was supposed to stay, but I made a, a decision to go ahead and pack myself up, move to Illinois. So I moved back to Illinois from Florida. And I just had this gut feeling. I like, I just had this inner knowing that the woman that I was supposed to meet was here in Illinois. So this whole entire time while this is going on, I've been working out at a gym that's, you know, about 10 minutes down the street. And this one personal trainer always caught my eye. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I didn't have the confidence to go and approach her. It was one of those things where I held back for so long. And um, I ended up dating this other girl and she was, um, everything felt like, you know, and the voice inside my head was like, hey, stick this out. Like, you know, this is potentially a good fit. And I trusted my intuition again. And I realized that every time I, I was around her, you know, I had this gut-wrenching pain and it felt like my stomach was dropping. And I was like, there's just something that's not right here. So after us dating for about three weeks, I went ahead and separated because I knew that it, it just wasn't right. That night, I wrote down a list of everything that I desired and it was really detailed. Obviously like being 23 and having these sort of conversations, you know, most women that are my age, it's very, very challenging to connect with somebody. Um, and so I've always been somebody that's desired to be in a relationship. I love being in a relationship. Um, and so I write everything down and not even a week later, I'm like, you know what? I, I had, um, I'll be honest, guys, like I had an online dating membership and I decided to check it and I haven't checked it in like five months. Randomly, I check it and I end up seeing that this personal trainer just so happens to be on that site. Mm. So sure enough, we ended up connecting and I go out on a date with her and this girl absolutely blows my mind. And it's in so many different what like in so many different connections. It's spiritual. It's success. It's living a healthy lifestyle. And I was absolutely amazed whenever I went back and I read that list that I put together. And it was so effortless to find her. And it's like like I said, knowing from that whole time, like if I would have made that one decision that's differently, 
Just like Elon was saying, none of this would have aligned. Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, you know, yes, I haven't been dating her very long, but there's a difference between a honeymoon phase and a knowing phase. And it's like when you connect on somebody on on the level that me and her are connected at, it, it's it's so different. Mm. And uh, so it's just amazing to share. Like I wanted to share that because I feel like the stories are very similar. And it's just always yep. going back for me and trusting that that intuition and that feeling. Yep, so good. Yeah, guys, I I, I feel like organically. I didn't come on here to. to I didn't know. Obviously, like we don't plan what we're going to share. Um, I just feel like that's the space that we all get to travel into the new year with, right? Like more remembrance, more knowing, more trusting of that thing that's created everything that is good and beautiful and brilliant in our lives from new businesses to new relationships, to new opportunities, to whatever it is that we desire. And you know, like truly my wish for you guys is that in 2018, we get to live more from that place and that we get to release that which is in the way of us living from that place. And that's what like the key here is. It, we are a request, right? To live from that energy. What the work we get to do is to release everything inside of us that is not living from that place. And that's the work. And that sometimes is painful. And I'm telling you, like the deeper and deeper you go, the more painful it actually gets. At the deep level is where like the core stuff is. And that stuff to release, you're going to have to experience some pain, right? And if you resist the pain, you're like, no, 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 I don't want it to be painful. You're basically robbing yourself of tapping into that energy right? We didn't sign up for uh, rainbows and lollipops journey. It, it, it's all awesome, right? It really is all awesome. It just sometimes to the mind, that awesomeness is painful and uncomfortable. And we just have to remember like, well, we don't have to, we get to remember that that's the mind and that's what it's going to do. So yeah, I just hope for all of us that um, we get to experience a lot more of that. I just want to let you know how much I love you guys, how blessed I am and feel for having each and every one of you in my life. You guys have been such amazing uh, mirrors for me specifically, um, showing me all sorts of new ways that I get to level up and grow. And um, I'm, I'm, truly creating that as a collective, we just have the most magical, amazing, mind-expanding 2018, and that we just get to enjoy the, the ride of, of creating that all together. Um, and with that, I love you all, and uh, look forward to, to what we get to create together in 2018. Love you too, Alon. Bye, everybody. Love and appreciate you. you, See you later. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, 
But when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, You'll only get an email or two from us per week, and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love. Promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group, where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Mm -hmm.